0: Joining us, we've got Brian McCauley, Portfolio Manager at the Hennessy Focus Fund. Brian, good afternoon. I want to jump straight into some companies that you like here. The first one that jumps out to me is CarMax because I'm looking at these Carvana earnings and it looks like they're starting to dominate.
1: Uh, Yes, uh, Carvana had a very good earnings report. (laughs) If you you go back a couple of weeks, you know, CarMax had also a very compelling earnings uh, release. And so, uh, you know, I think that both of these companies are positioned to do quite well in uh, the next several years, really over the next decade plus. Uh, CarMax, as we all know, is one of the largest used, is the largest used car retailer in the country, about 220 stores. And what's exciting about the opportunity here is that they are becoming an omni-channel retailer. And so uh, today, you know, you can not only buy a car on their site, on the, on the, on a, on a, at a store, but you can also go to their website and buy a car from their website. And so you can have the car delivered to your home or place of work, or you can conduct a lot of the uh, administration and paperwork uh, for your purchase online and then go into the store, kick the tires, test drive maybe, and get out of the store very quickly with your purchase. And so uh, this omni-channel capability that CarMax is providing today is also a very compelling value proposition, um, similar mm. to what Carvana is doing, but they're mostly online. And so both these companies are a small part of a very large industry. You know, Combined, they've got about 4% market share. And so we think that both of them can coexist, mm. both can uh, be quite profitable in the future and gain a lot of market share as their offerings gain traction.
0: They are pretty calmly coexisting near their respective highs. And apparently the Carvana pop was big enough this morning to create a pretty big exit door for people to take. It's faded down after the report. Brian, what about the potential tailwinds for used cars from here? It's been such a unique uh, uh, thing that we've been through here this odd economic experiment. And the used car story has been one of the most stark offshoots of this past year with the demand soaring. How does the market keep that up? And what type of growth now has been priced into some of these trades related to that industry?
1: Yeah, it has been a remarkable time. You've got the semiconductor shortages, which are crimping the supply of new cars. And so if you want to go buy a vehicle nowadays. Uh, the used car market is the release valve for that. And so you've seen mm-hmm. tremendous demand for used cars. You've seen pricing up nearly 50% on like for like units uh, versus last year. And so pricing is up quite a bit. Um, as we know, consumers are pretty flush with, with savings from stimulus payments and just staying at home and not going out to bars and restaurants. And so it's a, really a confluence of uh, tight supply and, um, and, and strong demand. So, you know, if you look at the comp store sales for CarMax, uh, they were up nearly hundred percent, uh, year over year. Now, of course, that's against a, um, virtually shut down store network last year. But, you know, if you look at the year as a whole, we still think that CarMax and the broader used car market are going to have a very strong, uh, sales here, you know, double digit unit sales Hmm. and um, because pricing's up so much you're going to see reported revenue up significantly more than unit sales Hmm. so
0: so there's still tailwinds here you're saying uh,
1: you know we think that uh, it'll persist uh, for the balance of the year
0: Okay. Uh, So right now, stocks are sitting near these highs. Uh, Another one that I want to talk about, Brian, is uh, restoration hardware, because it looks like Dan Loeb's third point is actually taking a stake in the company, a new position. uh, So you're in good company there. Walk me through the case for this uh, uh, furniture, but also a restaurant. I mean, here in Chicago, this place is great during the summer.
1: Yes. RH has created a very unique customer offering. You know, RH is a business we've studied in the past, and the pandemic really gave us the opportunity to establish a position um, about a year ago. And so we're always approaching investing with a long-term time horizon, but we'd love to find those opportunities where we could buy opportunistically, even if we're gonna hold the business for five or 10 years. And so what RH is, is it's a, it's a luxury uh, furnishings um, retailer and uh they have uh been in the process of really upgrading their historical store base to something that is much more um uh, much larger much more impressive presentation uh, to the consumer Mm. and so they can display a lot more of their product in a much more inviting environment they've got restaurants that make it a lively uh, atmosphere and they're elevating the brand through this process Uh, You know, these new locations, while they are very large and expensive, there's a lot of, uh, you know, assistance from the landlord to help them build them out. And so they actually see a two to three fold increase in profitability Hmm. uh, when they open these new locations. And so from $3 billion of revenue in the U.S. today, as they complete the rollout of these galleries over the next several years, we think they can nearly double their U.S. sales. And there's a lot of opportunity beyond the U.S. as well.
0: Okay, all right. Compelling case, uh, doubling sales and uh, gorgeous uh, layouts, and certainly uh, it is working in Chicago when it's warm. So uh, maybe some warm weather stays up and restoration hardware sales get better. That's my two cents here locally. Brian, thanks for the thoughts here on the stock picks and the explanation for the bull case here. CarMax and restoration hardware. Brian McCauley runs a Hennessy Focus Fund.